0: Day with the King is a 3ABN Australia television production developed to teach children about the Sabbath and to lead them through a study of the Bible. Remember to download your weekly study guide at adaywithaking.com. So come on, kids, join us now and each
1: week for a Day with the King.
0: I'm Auntie Nat. It's wonderful that you could join us to meet with the King. Come and join our worship time together. Auntie Cecily, it's wonderful that you're here
2: with us. Oh, thank you, Auntie Nat, and I'm really looking forward to the Sabbath worship. That's
0: great. And
2: children, it's just awesome that you're here with us
0: today. We're going to meet with the King, and it's terrific that you have joined us. And hi, Teddy. You're so good, we hardly know that you're there. Welcome with us today. Auntie Cecily, would you like to say a prayer to open our worship time together?
2: Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for keeping us safe through another week. We pray, Lord, as we come together to worship you, that you'll especially bless the children who are joining us for this worship time. Please be with us now in Jesus' name. amen. Amen. Amen do you know
0: a really good way to welcome in the Sabbath and to think about all the wonderful things that God has done for us during the week is to count our blessings and Cassie you've got a blessing to share with us
3: um, well my blessing is one one morning I was um, brushing my teeth and my mum said that she'll have to um drive me into school because the bus she thought was gone so when we were driving We were about to drive past the um, bus stop and the bus was just pulling in and we got to catch the bus that day and I like how God looks after the little things. He does, doesn't
0: he? Even trying to catch the bus on time to go to school. (laughs) Aunty Nat's had to pray that prayer many times before so that's a great blessing. Thanks, Cassie. And Aunty Cecily,
2: you have a blessing to share with us about our wonderful God. Yes, I do. Do you remember all the characteristics of God that we've been talking about? Perhaps you can say them with me. God is our deliverer. He is, is holy. He is, is the I am. am. He is, is also compassionate. compassionate. And He's he our is provider. provider. And, and God, God is, is love. God is a God, God of order. And God, God is, is merciful. And today I have one more to add. God is sacrificial. That's a big word, isn't it? Later on, we're going to study about the sanctuary. The sanctuary pointed to Jesus coming to die for our sins. Mrs. White tells us in the story of redemption that Christ went into the presence of his father three times to ask if he could come down to this earth to rescue us. God sacrificed his son for us and Jesus sacrificed his body, in fact, his whole life for us. Zechariah tells us that Jesus will carry the scars on his hands and his feet and in his side to show the amazing love of the Godhead for the human race. You'll be able to sit on Jesus' lap in heaven and look at those scarred hands. When we get to heaven, God will give us new glorious bodies we won't have any of those scars they'll all be gone all those lumps and bumps and scratches that we had but jesus he will carry the scars from the cross forever for us just to remind us of the great sacrifice that he made for us so remember that god is a sacrificial god amen thanks
0: Arnie, cecily that's wonderful it's wonderful to know what god has done for us as a human race but do you know another th- way that we can worship God on the Sabbath is to worship him through song. And we have Pastor Rick here with us again. Thanks, Pastor Rick.
1: Thanks, Auntie Nat. It's great to be here. Welcome, children. I have a song called More About Jesus. I wonder how many of us know it. Can we sing it together?
3: More about Jesus, Jesus, I- Rick, may we sing Give Me Oil in My Lamp?
1: Absolutely, we certainly can. You ready?
3: Rick, can we see the sanctuary song?
1: We certainly can. It's a beautiful song.
2: Won't it be wonderful when we get to sing with the angels in heaven? Now we discovered a blessing from Dr. John this week. Let's go and have a look at that, shall we?
1: Hello, boys and girls. My name is Dr. John Hammond, and we are at Sunnyside, and we're about to leave and to do some exploring, and we're going to find something very, very interesting. Just come with me and we'll go looking. Now this, boys and girls, come close so you can read it, is a very significant monument because one day, many, many, many years ago, Ellen had a dream and in that dream she saw a furrow. Now a furrow is a hole in the dirt that a horse makes when it's pulling a plough. And it was only about two metres long and there was no horse marks or anything. And she wondered what the dream was about. And then she saw in her dream two men come and tell her that this was bad soil, not to farm here. And then her dream changed slightly. She heard somebody say, probably an angel, don't listen to these men, it is good soil. Now the monument says about 500 yards. Now 500 yards is five. 457 metres. And it is in that direction, and I dug the furrow this morning because the old furrow disappeared 100 years ago, and we're going to go and find it. And to help you find it, I have left a spade on top of the furrow so you can find it. So we're going to go down there, Elijah's leading out, and we won't go through the fence because it's electrified, and I'll open the gate for you, and then let's go and find the furrow. Take us away, Elijah. (laughs) Absolutely. Okay boys and girls, let's go find the furrow. Stick with me and we go to that big tree. boys and girls, I dug this furrow this morning, but this was where Alan White found the furrow. She came for a walk one afternoon on her own, and when she found it, she saw the men coming out of the bush who told her the ground was no good. Have you enjoyed your trip? You found it? You can carry the shovel back. Say goodbye to everybody.
0: Hi boys and girls, happy Sabbath. Welcome to our Bible study. I hope you know by now that you can follow along with us in your Bibles. Come and join us elijah can you please say a prayer to open our study yeah dear father we thank you for the blessing of our bibles we ask you to be with the hearts and minds of these children today help them to grasp and understand what we read in in jesus name amen amen now elijah can you remember what the sin was that the children of israel committed uh, they they worshipped an idol. Mm, they did. And was, ha- was God happy with them for breaking that commandment? No, he was angry. He was he was cross because he bro- they had broken their promise with him. But do you know what? Through the mercy of God, Moses interceded and the covenant was renewed. God is so patient with us. His mercy is absolutely amazing. Now, the sanctuary building instructions that Moses received from God was actually a pattern of the sanctuary in heaven. The sanctuary was built in such a way that the Israelites could carry it on their journey through the desert. Nearly everything had rings that poles could be threaded through so the Levites could carry it. God thought of everything. And if we have a little look over here at some of the pieces, you can see that the poles through the sides of the of the furniture so that the Israelites could carry it that's pretty clever isn't it so let's read through the Bible now and talk a bit more about the pieces that God asked them to build Elijah can you please read Exodus 36 8 14 and 19 then all the gifted are Artisans among them who worked on the tabernacle made 10 curtains woven of fine linen and of blue, purple and scarlet thread, with artistic designs of cherubim they made them. He made curtains of goats' hair for the tent over the tabernacle. He made 11 curtains. Then he made a covering for the tent of ram skins dyed red, and a covering of badger skins above that. Mm. So there were four layers over the structure of the tabernacle. The first was made of linen that had colours of blue, purple and scarlet with angels embroidered over it. Thanks, Arnie, Cecily. The second layer was goat's hair and the third layer was ram skin dyed red and the fourth layer was badger's skin. Kate, can you please read for us Exodus 36, 20 to 22 and 34 please. For the tabernacle he
3: made boards of acacia wood standing upright. The length of each board was ten cubits and the width of each board was a cubit and a half. Each board had two tenons for binding one to another. Thus he
0: made for all the boards of the tabernacle.
3: He overlaid the boards with gold made their rings of gold to be holders for the bars and overlaid the bars with gold.
0: Okay, now children at home, you can see that we have a beautiful uh, model of a sanctuary that's to scale. And Aunt Cecily going to help Auntie Nat here. So you can see the boards that made up the walls of the tabernacle were made of acacia wood, which was actually chosen by God for its durability and covered with pure gold. Now, if we were to continue reading, it says there were 48 boards in total, 20 down one side and 20 down the other, six on the back wall. Can you point to the back wall, Aunty Cecily? Yeah, six, and there was two corner pieces in the back. You can see the two corner pieces at the back, and they were all joined together with tenons, sockets and bars, and they had rings on them so poles could be carried, so poles could be threaded through and to be carried. Okay, Ben. Can you please read our next reading? Exodus 36:35 to 38.
3: And he made a veil of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen. It was worked with an artistic design of cherubim. He made for it four pillars of acacia wood and overlaid them with gold with their hooks of gold, and he cast four sockets of silver for them. He also made a screen for the tabernacle door of blue, purple, and scarlet thread and fine woven linen made by a weaver and its five pillars with their hooks and he overlaid their capitals and their rings with gold but their five
0: sockets were bronze Mm. so that reading's telling us that there were two special curtains in this tabernacle and i'll get aunt cecily to point to them as auntie nat's talking one was the veil separating the most holy place from the holy place The curtain was of one piece with no separation in the middle. When the high priest went into the most holy place once a year, he would have to enter on the side. The other curtain was the entrance to the tabernacle. The Bible tells us that supporting the two curtains were pillars of gold, five at the entrance and four between the two apartments. Okay, so let's talk about the other pieces now. God asked them to make. Now, if we're to read Exodus 37 1 to 9, it tells us about the Ark of the Covenant, and we've read that in a previous study. Now, the Bible tells us the angels or the cherubim were made with their faces facing downwards to represent the reverence of the law of God. Because in the Ark of the Covenant were what? What were in the Ark of the Covenant? The Ten Commandments. The ten Commandments. Mm-hmm. Also, we spoke last time how a pot of manna and Aaron's buttered rod was inside as well. God's presence, the Shekinah glory, was in the form of a cloud, and it hovered over the Ark of the Covenant. So let's look at the table of showbread. You can find that in Exodus thirty-seven, ten. On it were placed twelve loaves of bread, representing the twelve tribes of Israel. Once a week on the Sabbath, the bread was removed and eaten by the priests and replaced with 12 fresh loaves. This represented man's dependence on God for his temporal and spiritual food and pointed to Jesus to come, who was the living bread. Okay, now our golden lampstand. Can you remember what was carved on it that we spoke about last time? There was something special carved on it. It was almond, um, almond blossoms there was. Um, it represented Jesus, who was the light of the world. And because there were no windows in the in the side of the tabernacle. What, do you, what, do you, what else? Other reason do you think that the, the candlestick was there for that was lighted to give what? Light. Mm-hmm. To give light, to give light because there was no windows. And the priests had to make sure that they burnt day and night. And the priests used pure olive oil in the lamp, which represented the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now if we were to read Exodus 37:25 onwards, the Bible tells us about the altar of incense. The priests burnt incense on the altar every morning and every evening. The fire on the altar was kindled by God alone and was sacred. Remember when we spoke about the incense recipe? Last time we spoke on the sanctuary, it was a very special recipe and could only be used for God. A God alone that wasn't to be used for personal use. Now, the altar of incense represents our prayers to God and Christ interceding for us in the heavenly sanctuary. Do you think that inside that tabernacle, do you think it might have looked very beautiful? Yeah, I think it did. And we have a special reading from our torchlight, Mrs. Ellen White, um, that's going to explain what inside looked like. Aunt Cecily, you have that for us.
2: No language can describe the glory of the scene presented within the sanctuary. The gold-plated walls reflecting the light from the golden candlestick, the brilliant hues of the richly embroidered curtains with their shining angels, the table and the altar of incense glittering with gold. Beyond the second veil, the sacred ark, with its mystic cherubim, and above it the holy Shekinah, the visible manifestation of Jehovah's presence, all but a dim reflection of the glories of the temple of God in heaven, the great center of the work for man's redemption.
0: Wow, it must have looked pretty amazing, hey, with all that gold. So now let's look at the courtyard. Exodus thirty-eight one tells us about the altar of burnt offering. It sat just near the entrance of the sanctuary. Elijah, can you please point to the altar of burnt offering? That's right. Thank you. Here is where the animals were sacrificed. The altar represented the cross and the animal, which had to be perfect without any blemishes, represented Jesus, who was the perfect sacrifice for us, as he was without sin. Sin is a messy business. Imagine killing all those animals all the time. It's terrible. But God was teaching them that without the shedding of blood, sin could not be forgiven. It was all pointing to Jesus who would come and die for our sins so that we could be saved. Exodus 38 8 tells us about the Bronlaver. Can you point to the Lever, Nick? Thank you very much. It was made from the bronze mirrors that the women had given as a free will offering. They were melted down and they were made into the laver. The priests could not wear their shoes in the tabernacle as no dirt from their shoes could go into the holy place. They had to wash their hands and they had to wash their feet before entering the tabernacle, which represented the cleansing of sin. Now, Sarah, you have a reading for us in Exodus 39, 32 and 43.
3: Thus all the work of the tabernacle of the tent of meeting was finished, and the children of Israel did according to all that the Lord had commanded Moses. So they did. Then Moses looked over
0: all the work, and indeed they had done it, as the Lord had commanded, just so they had done it. And Moses blessed them. So they finally finished it. We are told it took about six months to complete and Moses checked it all over to make sure the pattern that God had shown Moses was the same and what the children of Israel had built. Phew, what a job, hey? Yeah. What a job. Okay, Ella, can you please read for us Exodus 40, 34 to 35? And the cloud covered the tabernacle of meeting and the glory of the
3: Lord filled the tabernacle and Moses was not able to enter the tabernacle of meeting
0: because the cloud rested above it and the glory of the Lord filled the tabernacle. Okay, now we have a picture up here on our board and let's have a look at that and it gives us an idea of what it would have looked like. The fact that God came down and resided in the sanctuary is a testimony to the work of Moses and the children of Israel in following the right plans and being obedient to the detail that God required of them. Or required of them. It had to be just right for the kin to occupy. We may not have a sanctuary now for God to dwell in, but because of Jesus' death on the cross, something happened. Let's look at our memory verse and read it together. Let's look in Ephesians 3, 17. And for the children at home, Ephesians is in the New Testament. You ready, children? That That Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. So by faith, if we ask Jesus, he can come and dwell in our hearts. Praise the Lord. Thank you, boys and girls, for reading along with us. This was a very special study as it teaches us about Jesus and the sacrifice he made. You can come to him anytime and ask forgiveness for your sins. No lamb required. We have a seven-day devotional available for you free. Here's some information to see how you can do that. Hey, boys and girls, like Auntie Nat said, you can go on to our website
3: to access our daily devotionals at www.adaywiththeking.com And while you're there, you can also check out Teddy's blog. He's posted some really cool photos of us making this show. He also talks about it as well. He even posted about his visit to the vet. So hop online today.
2: Today we've looked at how the children of Israel followed the plans that God gave to Moses. If we read our Bibles, we can discover the wonderful things that God has planned for us. We want to encourage you to read your Bibles, not only on the Sabbath day, but every day. Auntie Nat, can you tell us about what we're going to study next week? Yes, I'd love to. Our Bible study next week is going
0: to be a very interesting study because we're going to look at what happens when instructions aren't followed. Have a look at your Bibles and see if you can find out about that. We're looking forward to seeing you next week. Auntie Cecily, Will we have a look at our memory verse that we learnt in our Bible study today?
2: Yes. Are you ready to read it all together, children? Ephesians three
0: seventeen, that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith.
2: Auntie Nat, are you ready to sing our blessing song?
0: Yes. Children, can you turn around so that we can sing to the children at home? See you next Sabbath
3: God is a God of love because he died for my sins And I can go to him any time for forgiveness I love God because he's my provider And he provides me with a great family That look after me and care for me I love God because um, he gave me the Bible in which I can learn more about him and I can't wait till he comes back and I can live with him.
0: You have been listening to a production of 3AB in Australia Television. God bless you kids. Remember to join us next week.